sure, um, we could do that for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> little did I know that I had a very long road ahead. Welcome to the Step Change Podcast from me, Mike Foster, the Entrepreneur's Mentor. Now, my podcast is established to help you with your thoughts in the development of your business. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by entrepreneur Kate Bell from Zippersin, who's going to be sharing her entrepreneurial journey over a two-part series with me, um, where we're going to explore why she started the business, what she's learned along the way, and her highs and lows. So welcome, Kate. Hello. Thank you for inviting me in. Well, thanks for joining me. First of all, tell us a little bit more about the, the product, I guess, or the business. So Zipusin developed um, a fairly unique proposition, which solves a very simple product uh, problem. The product is a jacket expander panel. So it's a very simple panel that goes into the customer's own jacket to extend it throughout pregnancy. Or if you've got a baby in a sling or carrier, it enables you to do your jacket up around the baby. Fantastic. And... What I love about this story, and I'm sure the listeners are as well, is that it was actually from your own personal experience that the idea evolved, if you like. And I, and I, and I said to you off air is that I admire it because so many of us find these things and we don't do it, anything about it, and then we probably regret not doing it. So yeah, tell us a bit about that, that journey from concept, if you like. Yeah, so I guess initially it was a, a, pro- a problem that was just something I needed to fix for myself. So this wasn't a, a, I've had an idea, I'm going to make a business. This was a, um, I need a solution. What can I do about this problem that I have? So I was about eight months pregnant and uh, we'd taken a trip to Weymouth and I'm stood on the seafront, absolutely freezing cold and uh, trying to pull my jacket around me thinking there's there's no point in buying a maternity coat because I've got you know a few months left it was February, so we'd had a fairly mild winter. I'd, I'd made it through without having to buy a maternity coat till that point. And the idea of spending £60, £70 pounds on a maternity coat that wasn't going to be waterproof, not nearly as nice as the jacket already had, it just, uh, yeah, didn't seem like a good idea. And and not only the financial wastage, but also the environmental wastage of, of buying a coat and then just doing away with it after I'd finished with it for a few months. So I'm thinking, well, you can buy... The bra extenders and you can buy uh, the, the little pieces that extend your trousers in pregnancy. So why on earth can you not find something that expands probably the most expensive clothing item you've got in your wardrobe? So, uh, yeah, hit Google, went on a search and just couldn't find anything. So to me, it seemed like a really obvious thing that, that should be out there. So that was really my my initial light bulb moment. Um, and I have to be honest, at that point, I, I did what everybody else does. It, it kind of went to the back of my mind, got through pregnancy, had a baby. Everything was a million miles an hour. So uh, the, the idea was was way back in my thoughts. And it was actually after I'd had her that um, I, I found myself in another situation where the idea came back to mind. So I, I'd gone out for a walk with her in the carrier. So I'd put my coat on put her in her snowsuit, put the carrier on, which anybody that uses a baby carrier knows that they're not the simplest thing to, to put on. Um, and then I put her in and I go for a walk. And I'd gone into the post office um, and I'm very aware within a few seconds that the post office is much warmer than it is outside. And my baby's at risk of overheating very, very quickly. And I'm getting warmer and warmer because I've got a, a small child attached to my front. So, uh, out, out of the carrier comes the sleeping baby and I'm trying to take her coat off and trying to get the baby carrier off and trying to get my coat off. And I actually had to ask the lady in the queue in front of me if she'd hold my newborn while I'm trying to, you know, manage all these things. 
And at that point, I thought, oh, that jacket expander thing that, that I was thinking about, that would make this situation so much easier because she'd be inside my coat and I could have taken my coat off. She wouldn't be overheating. I wouldn't be overheating. This whole palaver could have been avoided. And it was at that point that I said to my husband, right, I need you to help me draw something. This is what I've got in mind. And that was kind of the f- the first time pen went to paper. Um, a concept was was put together. Uh, and and then I went to my lovely mum. Right? Can you can you make me this thing on a sewing machine? Because I I need this. Um, and and it really was at that point. It still wasn't. I need to make a business out of this. This was. This is a product I need for myself. It's going to solve a problem. My mum put together exactly what I'd, I'd drawn down. Um, the fabric we found was was waterproof, um, safe to be around the baby, um, perfect. And I used it an awful lot. And every time I went out and used it, I'd get stopped by people who would say, oh, excuse me, where did you get that from? Um, and it was at that point, really, that, that the, the kind of bell went off in my head. And, and having already run a business, the entrepreneur in me kind of went, well, hang on a minute. If this is a product that I found really useful and other people are asking me about it, then then there is a huge gap in the market here and there is demand. Um, and so at that point, I thought, right, this this is more than just an idea. This needs to be turned into into a business. So, uh, yeah, the patent application went in. The, the company name was created. The logos were were designed. And that was the moment that we kind of went from, right, good idea. Now let's turn it into a business. And that was barely the first step of the mountain that was then to be climbed. <laughs> well, it's, we're, we're certainly going to look at that because I, I believe uh, you, you just talked about your your mum doing um, the, the first makeup of the the first example for you. I understand making them on sewing machines was a thing for the early days for you, yeah, and made to order. It was, yeah, yeah. So um, once I realised that that there was a business to to be created here. Um, we then bought some fabric, uh, on a roll. So it was, it was a case of sort of, right, we'll, we'll make I don't know, 10, 15 and, and see what happens. Um, I put together a, a very basic website, uh, found a lady that could help my mum and, uh, and, and do some sewing as well. Um, she had a sewing machine set up in her garage. So we gave her the fabric. My mum had, had drawn up a pattern for the one that she'd made me, um, and and once I'd posted a few pictures of me using it on Facebook, it was sort of friends, friends of friends were, were then contacting me saying, how can I get one of these? And so they were just made to order. So, we, you know, it was it was one or two here and there. We then got to the point that that I thought, well, actually, they're starting to sell a little, little faster. So we probably need um, something that resembles inventory. So uh, my, my lovely lady in her garage was making maybe 10 or 15 at a time and putting some aside. And as quick as she started making them, they were just going. So we never did get to that point where we had stock. We just sort of were trying to keep up all the time. And we'd probably been selling to order for about six months um, when I I took a rather exciting trip to uh, the Boots head office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tell us about that. Uh, I was invited to pitch to their buying team. they were looking for mumpreneurs, um, so mums that had had children and, and realised that there was something that they could design to make lives a little easier. Um, and we, we were invited, along with lots and lots of other mums that had product concepts. Some had product concepts, some had, had products that were um, 
at the sampling stage. Some had had products that were actually selling like like we were at that stage. So I took my uh, my jacket and my expander panel and sat in front of the the board of buyers. Um, and really just jabbered for 15 minutes about my trip to, to Weymouth Beach and how the concept came about. And um, they looked at me very straight-faced and, and asked me to wait outside for a few minutes. And when I came back in, I was sort of expecting them to say, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great idea. Come back to us in another five, ten years when when you've, you've done something a bit more with it. Um, and the, the head buyer looked at me and said, how quickly can you put it on our shelves? And I think my mouth fell to the table. Um, and in my naive, huge lack of experience of any type of retail manufacturing, uh, this was September. And I was like, yeah, 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 uh, sure. Um, we could do that for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> little did I know that I had a very long road ahead. Um, and it was actually about a year later that they were then stocked in 98 boot stores across the UK. Yeah, and I love, and I love that, that story you tell about the journey home from Nottingham, was it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, where you made a few a phone calls, drive. I believe. Yeah. I did. I got back in the car and um, my husband had, had driven me up and he looked at me and said, so how did it go? And uh, I think I just had this fixed look on my face and he said, oh, was it was it not very good then? And I was like, no, they they, they want to sell it in, in all their shops. And uh, yeah, we couldn't believe it. We thought it was amazing. And I sort of said to him, I've got... I've got so much I've got to do. So in the car on the way home, I don't think I got off the phone. So it was, you know, finding manufacturers. My my lovely lady and, and my mum were not about to make thousands of these things. So it was looking at, at how we were going to manufacture. Obviously, we then had to look at um, the, the rules and regulations around safety testing, TOG testing, making sure the fabric was going to be suitable, um, how we were going to make sure that the the fabric could be consistent through all the, the products we were going to develop in the future. Um, public liabilities insurance, you know, all of those things that that at that point I had to learn about because I didn't have any experience. So it was a huge learning curve. I, I really had to do my research and make sure that, that if we were going to um, produce a much larger concept for the business, that, that we really had ticked every box. So yeah, by the time we pulled up on the driveway, um, quite a lot of hours later, I was absolutely exhausted, but had had made huge progress. What, what what would be your sort of lesson to share? You know, a tip to share in terms of scale, I guess, from that a few products being made on sewing machines by your mum and a lady <laughs> to that scale of the manufacturing. You know, in terms of volume, if you like. Um, I guess talk, ask questions. Um, I'm still learning so much. There is still so much to learn. And I had huge amount of support from other brand owners. Um, I reached out to to company owners um, of similar small businesses within the same industry. And I asked questions. And I was incredibly surprised, actually, if I'm honest, at first at, at how helpful people were. Because I think entrepreneurs in, in my situation, when you've been on that journey, you know what a challenge it is. Um, when you hear of somebody else at the start of that journey, it is really exciting and you want to make sure that they've got the right information. You want to help them as much as possible. And I was really lucky that a lot of people were very supportive and gave me all the information that I needed, gave me um, great links to, to some research documents and just that that constant learning process um, was really helped along by other entrepreneurs. So I was I was really grateful for that. Well, that's uh, 
how time flies when you're enjoying a conversation because that's the time for the the end of our part one, but we are going to um, come back for a part two. But if someone's um, off the back of what you said today, wants to know a little bit more about the product, where should they go and look? Uh, we sell on Amazon and via our own website, zipusin.co.uk. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Kate. Thanks for sharing that uh, journey so far. Look forward to talking to you again in part two. Thank you very much. So thanks for listening to my latest Step Change podcast. As always, I hope you found the content interesting, thought-provoking and useful in the development of your own business. Uh, Please do tune in in a couple of weeks' time when I'll be exploring even further conversation with uh, entrepreneur Kate Bell about her entrepreneurial journey. And also, please subscribe to my podcast so when I release that next episode, you'll be one of the first to know.